זה זה דרך השם פרק שלישי כבר זוכרנו We have already mentioned Focus your eyes in the text כבר זוכרנו We've already mentioned that the purpose of the man, mensch, man in this world is what is what is what. You have one purpose, one goal, one aspiration. To connect to his Shmoy, to connect to And this man is placed straddled between drives, the conflict which put him from either side, one being deficiency and one being completion. And you have the capacity to earn perfection, the freedom of choices. But you have to want to choose it. You have to make the decision. Decisions. Because if you'd be forced and you wouldn't have to make a decision. Someone coerce you to always make the right decision that put in front of you and twist your arm to do so. Then it wouldn't belong to you. Someone's forcing you to do it. And therefore, Gosh Bochu couldn't fulfill his desire to give you the ultimate good, and just like his good is owned by him, your good should be owned by you. If you'd forced into it, if Hashem created the world as a paradise and you had no choice to do bad, so it would be meaningless. Now that you can choose bad and you choose to choose good, the good is yours, and therefore the Creator's purpose is realized. Okay, and that's why Gosh Bochu had to leave it over to your choice. And that your inclination would be equally weighted to both sides and you, there's no indication there was no weight it was not weighted in either either direction therefore you can choose willingly and with knowledge whichever one you do whichever one you want and not only can you choose but you can actually become that type of person that's why man was created with a a good inclination and a bad inclination and you have the choice the choice is all yours you can become completely amazing perfect person you can make that choice jolly boy or Khalil Vachas you can make the opposite choice. Ulam Paragraph base. In order for this to work, the the supreme wisdom decreed. She A person would have to be made up of two com- disparate, two opposites, two completely antithetical mediums. On the one hand, you've got the pure, pure, and um, clear soul. and the body which is physical and darkened. Each one will pull it in its direction. The body will pull towards the physical fulfillment of your lusts and desires and the working and functioning in this world. And the neshama will pull to the spiritual. This will create an internal war, a struggle, a conflict. If the neshama triumphs, you will rise up. The result of the winning of the battle of the choices is not only that you won the battle, it changes you internally. 
and the body becomes more spiritualized that the person elevates himself he brings up the body with him and this person if we trace after trace he'll reach perfection on the other hand if he allows the material to earn the body will pull the neshama down with it and he'll be no longer perfect and be deprived of it. A person has the capacity to overcome the, the limitations of his physical body and become and earn perfection. However, Hashem's goodness decreed there should be a limit to how long a person has to be put into that battle because that battle is incessant that battle is day and night 24-7 even on Shabbos a person has to struggle choices and decisions come up just the whole time there's always this power are we going to win? are we going to lose? are we going to win? are we going to lose? The pulls on us from the minute we wake up in the morning till the minute we go to sleep at night. And even in our dreams, our minds work incessantly. So therefore a person's put in the situation. The point is, do you see your life as a war? Or do you see it as a long picnic in the park? You are not done. I know which one you see it as. So therefore if you look at life as a war, so there's this constant struggle going on. And as a result, that's not so pleasant for eternity, says the Ramchal. Therefore, Gosh Baruch put a limit, he put a cap on that. How long do you have to go through the struggle for? How long? How long? He says, Hamitzrach, he says, put a limit on how long you can have a chance to earn your perfection and when your endeavors and your efforts are finished then you'll be able to enjoy what you've earned and go there for eternity eternity is a long time how long is eternity? it's the amount of time that would take imagine the highest mountain in the world Mount Everest if one feather flitted down from the heavens and landed on the top of Mount Everest every 10,000 years. Eternity is the amount of time it would take for the feathers to wear away the mountain. That's a long time. So, if a person wants to... If a person wants to... That's a great analogy. Therefore, there was two specific time periods. There's one time period which is called the time where we work. There's another time period which is called the time period where we receive our reward. Since Hashem's goodness is greater, the time that we have to work has a limited amount of time. However, when you receive your reward, they will go on for eternity. You'll have that pleasure that you earned forever and ever and ever and ever. We have to understand what this world is. The whole world is a very narrow bridge a very narrow bridge a very narrow bridge I repeat myself the whole world is a very narrow bridge a very narrow bridge a very narrow bridge what's the bridge between? the Neshama was created and it rests underneath the Kisar Kovah the throne of glory it's eternal what happens is it's injected into this world 
for in the span of time what seems like a millisecond. The life of a person, let's say, lives to 80, 90 years old. But you're talking about eternity before and eternity afterwards, this tiny little tiny narrow, narrow, narrow bridge which bridges between the world before the entrance of the soul and to the world after the soul leaves the, the world. It's a tiny little, tiny little window of opportunity and it's almost insignificant in the span of time. But in terms of what it does, it's the most crucial, crucial point that there ever was. Because based on what happens in this millisecond in the span of time, obviously it takes us 70, 80, 90 years to get through that millisecond. But what you do in that millisecond will transform the eternity. So it's, like, it's an amazing thing that you've got this eternity which hinges on this tiny lapse in time, this, this second, this minute. And in that minute, Shem says, go for it. See what you can do. And it's a race. And it's full on. And it's 24-7. If a person says, that's it, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. This can be compared to a well-known story. Many have heard it. We'll see if we can modify it slightly. But of course, I want to take you with me on a, on a journey to a faraway land. And as we walk amongst the hills and the mountains, we spy in the distance the most magnificent building we've ever seen in our entire lives. A castle fashioned from beautiful Italian marble. Its upper turrets stretching way up into the sky, wispy clouds intersect them at their highest points and each side of the castle is beautifully fashioned so that the shun sunlight shimmers off it and it looks as if the entire thing is vibrating in the daylight. And you get closer to this palace and you enter into the welcoming hall huge scale gigantic ceilings and the guards approach you and they say, Tell us, sir, what brings you to the palace of the king? And you produce from your pocket an edict that's been written and stamped by the king's official signet. And on it it says, Here's the right to spend a day in the treasuries of the king and take as much as he can. Tell me, sir, say the gods out of interest. What did you deserve? What did you do to deserve such a reward? The man replies, tells a tale of how he saved the prince's life once as a, as a, as a reward. He was given this and he enters into the king's room. The king sees him, seated upon his magnificent throne, descends the three steps which lead up to his throne and embraces the man. He says, it is my honor to give you this gift. And the guards lead him down to the king's treasuries and they open the door and he's dumbstruck. The lights are shining and he's surrounded by, as far as I can see, jewels, ornate weaponry, diamonds, rubies. And as he stands there, dumbstruck, the door, the guards say, we are locking the doors and they leave him these sacks that he can fill up as many as he chooses and they say use your time well sir he has every intention of doing so and as he's about to bend down to pick up his first jewel he listens and he can hear 
the lilting sounds of music playing from just nearby. Fascinated and distracted, he moves over to see a group of musicians playing the most seductive music he's ever heard his entire life. It draws him in. And he sits there and he listens and listens, momentarily forgetting about the passage of time. And then he catches himself and he goes, I better get to it. And he starts to walk away from, from the orchestra and he smells the most delicious smell he's ever smelled his entire life. And he walks and there's an entire table that's been laid specifically for him with delicacies that he's never even dreamed of having. And the waiter beckons him, he says, Sir, come sit down. Sit down, there's plenty of time in the day, do not worry, don't hasten. You have more than enough time to fill up all the bags. He starts off delicious fruit entree followed by superbly roasted chicken livers just gently spiced and it goes on and on and on and after the meal he's so satiated and feeling a little bit drowsy and the waiter beckons him to a magnificent fresh linen bed and he says have a rest for you need your energy to do your bidding and he lies down, and when he wakes up, and he looks at his watch, he realizes, oh my gosh, there are only minutes to go. And he quickly rushes to where the bags are, and he manages in a few minutes to put a few things in one single sack. And then the guards open up the door, and they say, the time has come. And he's got to, he's left, with a few things in his sack. And the guards say, Seduced by the side issues in life, you left bereft the real jewels. For in this glimpse, this blink of time, we've been given the opportunity to utilize every minute, nay, every second to expand it to eternal potential or let it waste away forever for no second will ever come again and what we choose to do with that moment will either be a waste for eternity or a jewel that we pick up from the ground and have Forever. So therefore the Ramchal says, this tiny little glimpse of time that stretches before when the soul is thrust into this world and forever onwards afterwards has been given us to us with a specific focus. Earn your perfection and you can do it. It's within your ability. Every single decision that comes around, make that choice. Choose life. As it says, Hashem thrusts us into this world and He says, I'm giving you the opportunity, please, my dear child, choose life. Choose a life that will never end. Choose a life that is life. And don't choose a life that is death. Josh. What I don't understand is that once somebody grasps this information, doesn't that like ruin the whole point? Otherwise Do you, one second, let's let, watch this, right? Everyone in the room now grasps the information. And everyone in the room will, after the share is finished, saunter off to Mincha, 
no one will make a radical change in their life. Many people may not even go directly to Mincha because they can get the Jippo Minyan later on or no Minyan at all. So in other words, you can know all the information. What I'm saying is, to use your analogy, I'm saying is once it, when, when, you, when we understand the point of this information, then the music or the smells don't taste, they don't, they're not appealing anymore. When we experience, not when we know, when we experience this information, where we integrated this information, then we have the capacity to resist the temptation and then it will be ever, 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 ever expanding levels of test which will become more and more sophisticated and refined as we go higher and higher in our spiritual levels. But it requires integrated knowledge. Intellectual knowledge won't even move us forward one millimeter. And if, uh, so like, in other words, we need the music and the smells to they need, to. they need to be, otherwise our actions here are totally irrelevant and they're not ours. What we do won't belong to us. We're just these robotic people that have no options. But we have options. We have options. No? We have options. Boy, do we have options. Never been gayer in the history of time have we had more options. And so close to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You just have to take it out. It's pockets. And there it is. The world is your oyster. But you're supposed to enjoy it. Sorry. No, no, no. I think it's important that you go and you attend <coughs> the orchestra, feast of the banquet, and have a schloff afterwards, and get the pittance of life as an afterthought. Don't you, Ben no. Gaya? No. So what do you mean when you say, but you're supposed to enjoy? Enjoy what? Hashem created this world not only to test us, but also that we could would you like to add into the text? Here you go. Here has a pen. Where would you like to put it? Oh, by the way, we'll add on as, as, as in brackets. Oh, by the way, but make sure you're having a good time while fighting the war. Because otherwise, we don't want to give up too much. You know what I'm saying? It's not that serious. It's not like it's really eternity. It's all just one big game. Where would you like to put it? <laughs> yes, Abbo. So, not One, slowly, 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 building one step at a time. What do you want? The whole point of the war is to have us recognize what it is that we gain once we get it in, in the next world. It's, it's to appreciate, it's to become the master and to then fully, fully appreciate what we get. But why? Who said that appreciation is a stipulated need? The point is to become. Appreciate maybe a byproduct, and may, what, may. What does it mean? Become the master of? Become the means master means like you, you. You own it. It's yours. It belongs to you. It's not because so it wasn't thrust upon you. You earned it so from your own hard work. It was so hard work. It wasn't just another party. It was hard work, day in, day out, day in, day out, night in, night out, morning, afternoon, evening. Hard work, no chilling, no resting, only slaving, day in, day out. <laughs> the question is why does it... Hashem could have made us so that we can reach the same level of mastery with less work. Why no, 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 he couldn't. He couldn't. I don't know why. I don't know. Yes, Joel, what are you saying? 
Let's oh. go back to your, your no, hedonistic right. vision. No, no, I insist that you persist with it. Then why... Did, okay, if that was the case, what you're saying, then yes, yes. someone who studied Torah and did what he was supposed to do wouldn't need to eat, drink, or sleep. Because wouldn't need to, all, right. Yeah, correct, correct, right correct. In an so, ideal form, correct. So like then, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't for 40 days, correct. Right, Absolutely exactly. correct. Absolutely correct. Good, so good. So we have a president, have excellent. We have to do what things? Eat, sleep, if we If we don't do it properly, right? If we don't do it properly. Right, you have right? to do these things, so... Even if you don't want to, you have to. If you if you're doing it, but if you're in an ideal so world, when you, you, when you Moshe Rabbeinu, when you Moshe Rabbeinu, right. or you the the people in the desert, so then you don't, do you? You just have to well, learn. You're not there. No. Okay. I well, mean, how about getting there? The golden calf while oh, because you don't understand what I meant. They worship the golden calf. Don't uh, yeah, bring exactly. it in. Don't That's bring it I mean. in. So don't bring it in. Don't compare them to us here. That's what I'm saying. Well, but the Gemara says, "Lo yinit natori amon." The Torah is only given to people who eat of manna, which means even today, you can still get your manna from heaven. Okay. Charlie. So don't don't, don't underestimate your potential. I, so no, I don't go for the comfort zone. No, Creature comforts that ain't going to bring you happiness or eternity. Why can't you go for the nice four-course meal when you're hungry? Because you need to eat. That's my question. Why can't you go for the pas b'melech toichom? What's that? The piece of bread with salt on the floor in your cold and dingy hole in the ground. You could. You could. You could, but why? But if you've got the, you got the, enjoy, the choice to enjoy something more, so you're going to enjoy it more. That's my question. What happens if it detracts from your purpose? Imagine you're a fireman. Imagine you're a fireman, and you've just been called out. There's, someone, there's, there's, there's a fire, and you say, Oh gosh, I'm just really getting into the main course. What would you say? You say, well, tough luck. So now what happens is, though, what happens if there's an ambiguity? And when they say there's a fire, they don't say it with the same kind of alarm bell. They say, there's a fire. And you can say to yourself, yeah, it's probably not a fire. So now, if you're eating a piece of stale bread, you'll say, well, let me just go check it out. If you're in the middle of cutting through the second piece, your medium rare sirloin steak, mmm, it's going to be a little bit hard to say. They'll say, no, it's probably not a fire. In fact, I didn't even hear anything about a fire. In fact, <laughs> fires don't exist. It's a non-existent entity. The only fire that exists is the one underneath the grill of my steak. Do you understand the seductive nature? Mmm. It's so seductive. But so comfortable. Yes. Um, it might be... Uh, but, um... So therefore, the obvious question is, how do we integrate integrate this knowledge? Oh yes, that's for the other shoe. <laughs> the one, the one you don't come to. You know, the other one. No, 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 no. There's another one. There's another show I give on integration. Unfortunately, none of you come to that one. Hey, where's the bus to start? Hey, are you actually serious? No. Uh, but, it, but it would be a great yeah that would be a great show to give integration but the truth is that I don't like I don't really like affect your lifestyles in two radical ways you know what I'm saying you seem so happy this must be a smile on my face you seem so happy listening to that orchestra feasting on that meal why would I want to take you out there on the contrary come lie down in this fresh linen bed I'm sure you're drowsy drowsy 
<laughs> so that's that, that's an interesting perspective. This perspective is real. Now, even forget forget about the integration. It's just a perspective, because what we naturally think is we think our lives are so long, and this world is such a big world. It's tiny, and our lives are very short. Because if you think this is a big, large, gigantic world, and you don't realize it's a kind of speck in the universe, and you think your life is this like long thing, so then you think, well, you know, there's time to like, do other stuff. You never know, got time to, <laughs> to, to to figure out how jet engines work and the like. But you know, could be that, could be, <laughs> could be that we don't have that kind of luxury. Could be there's a there's a. Well, in this viewpoint, that's for Chilonim to figure out, right? Why, 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 Johnny? Why, why do you have to try to get out of your own uncomfortable situation by making it a political argument? Just look deeply inside yourself and say, "I'm going to liberate myself from Fine. the clutches of the evil one." Right. <laughs> so, if if you had the choice and you just sit down and learn Torah for like a week straight and die of starvation, will you get the ultimate reward then? Who said you have to sit down and learn Torah for a week straight? Who said you have to die of starvation? No, the whole point is ignore the. Just useless things in the world. Focus on what's important, which is Torah, which is how we connect to God, because that's the goal of humanity to connect to God. So only focus on that. And so, okay, just because I'm going to die of starvation, you're doing no, it in, in the purpose. No, again, when you when you when you die, it's hard to do mitzvahs. The Pirkei says eat bread and salt. It doesn't say don't eat. Yeah, you know you shouldn't. You shouldn't. There's no mm-hmm. option of bread and salt in the throne room with all the like uh, jewels everywhere. All you have is the five star meal in front of you. Don't Unless the waiter also has another tray on the side, like. <laughs> and cat food. <laughs> or you can take a bite too. But, but Derek Marshall, this is a little schwer. You know, liking the Marshall. I love the Marshall. I like the Marshall as well. Okay, there's a machlok about how good the Marshall is. I'll go upon him. So just in terms of practical instructions, um, if you were thinking about laying there for a week straight and dying observation, I don't recommend that. Um, you would probably spot if you were though. <laughs> and um, other things. Jolly, I think I think it's time that you are going to have a meeting with you and your wife and discuss your future plans. Um, <laughs> I who else? To make me dinner anymore, that's <laughs> 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 and uh, let's see how this pans out. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow we're on for tomorrow. Let's see how it goes. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs>